0: Thank you for the word of God. We thank you tonight that it'll go forth under the unction of the Holy Ghost. Father, we thank you that you'll give each heart an understanding spirit this night to receive this word. And Father, we'll be quick to give Jesus all the honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Turn with me tonight to the 14th chapter of the book of St. John. We'll be starting in the 8th verse. Now, the last few Wednesday nights, we have been talking about the highest type of faith. Now, you know, there's different types of faith. You know, Paul wrote to the church there at Thessalonica and said, your faith groweth exceedingly. And so faith can always grow. And it grows by feeding on God's Word and exercising it or acting on it. It won't grow just by feeding. You must feed and exercise. You know, you can read about Charles Atlas and you can read about all the strong men in the world, but it won't do you any good till you put into action what they did and begin to work with those weights or, or, or work out some kind of way. So it's the same way with the Word of God. Spiritually, you must feed on the Word of God and act on it. Feed and act. Feed and act praise God it'll always cause it to grow now we're going to talk about the highest type of faith tonight the reality of God dwelling in you now if you get a hold of that now you know I, I all we need people is a revelation on this now I'm gonna teach on it pretty soon now there is two kinds of knowledge there's two kinds of knowledge one Gnosō and and one epignosō, one in the Greek those were the words, uh, uh, but just one means to understand, one to realize. Now you can get saved, you can get saved just hearing about Jesus. You can get healed just hearing about Jesus. But there's another kind of knowledge called epignosis, divine knowledge. In which you participate in and it's a different kind of knowledge it becomes part of you that's where God wants each of us to come to that we might be used of Almighty God see and, and, and with faith God wants us to be men of faith and power he wants us to be full of faith and full of power well the only way you can do that is be full of God's epignosis his divine knowledge that that it's revealed to you we need to pray daily open our eyes Lord open our eyes to our understanding that we may see clearly what is that hope of your calling what is that mighty inheritance you have in the saints, and what is exceeding greatness uh, to us word who believe this greatness you exerted when you raised Christ from the dead show us these things show us that this inheritance is the very spirit of Almighty God that we have inherited blessed God from our God the very anointing of Almighty God the very life the very nature unveil that to us. see we think a lot of times people uh, uh, people do mighty works uh, 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 because of some gift but it isn't just by gift it is by revelation when you have a revelation that the life of God is in you something will flow out of you he said Jesus came that you'd have this life and have it in overflowing abundance. It won't flow out of you. It'll lie dormant in you till you get a revelation. Now you're just as saved as the next guy. You can get just as healed as the next guy. You can get filled with the Holy Ghost. See, revelation knowledge, revelation knowledge is you can get Jesus Christ in your heart and be born again. But you can't enjoy it until you get revelation on it hallelujah you get healed you can get the Holy Ghost but you don't know what you got till you get revelation knowledge on it. so we need to pray daily open our eyes Lord to see these truths that we might see God dwelling on the inside of us John 14 8 Philip saith unto him Lord show us the father and it'll satisfy us and Jesus said unto him have I been so long time with you and you have not known me, Philip. He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest thou, show us us the Father? See, you know, it's whole Pentecostal denominations that'll read that verse, and they think, and they they think, well, he's saying that he's God the Father. Well, no, no, he's not saying that. But he's saying God the Father and him are one. Now we need to know that. God the Father and Jesus is one. And he that's joined unto the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, we need to understand something. That God wants a relationship with us just like he had with the Lord Jesus Christ. And there's no way to do that unless we have revelation in some of these things. Tenth verse said, Believest thou that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The works. The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Hallelujah. Jesus said, it's not me doing them, it's the Father in me doing the works. Jesus never took credit, said, I'm doing something. See, Jesus was born in Nazareth. He was a man but there was something different about him than any other man on the face of the earth, and that was God lived on the inside of him, on the inside of him. Now, in the Old Testament, God lived among them and walked among them, manifested himself among them. But no, now Jesus told them, said, Now, I'm going to tell you something, boys. It's going to be better for you when I leave. Now, that don't make sense to me. Now, you mean to tell me, Jesus, I'm walking with you every day and I'm seeing everything you do. I'm touching, I'm handling the word of life. We know what it'll do, bless God. We're seeing it, but it's going to be better for me when you go away. See, that don't make sense. But he said it's be better for you because I'll send you the comforter that he may not just dwell with you, but he'll be in you, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah he goes on here 12th verse verily verily i say unto you he that believeth on me the works that i do shall he do also and greater works than these shall he do because i go to my father hallelujah and whatsoever you shall ask in my name that will i do that the father may be glorified in the son if you ask if you shall ask anything in my name i will do it if you love me keep my commandments praise be unto God and I'll pray the father the word pray there is asked I'll pray the father and he'll give you another comforter that he may uh, abide with you forever now when he said I'll pray the father that word there meant an asking that is upon equal terms Jesus asked on equal terms with the father Now we need to know that that God the Father God the Son and God the Holy Ghost they're one God hallelujah they're one in their own equal terms praise be unto God can you say amen now Jesus said have I been so long with you that you don't know who I am you don't understand who I am man said when you've seen me you've seen the father the works that I do that is the father in me he's doing the works praise God turn with me if you will to Colossians the third chapter Philippians and then Colossians third chapter first verse said if ye Then be risen with Christ. Seek those things which are above. For Christ sitteth on the right hand of God and set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Now, you need to know that, that your life is hid with Christ in God. See, that will inspire your faith. That will cause you to have the highest type of faith that word uh, uh, affections meant set your mind your thoughts your attention on things above so you have to get in a a habit of doing that you have to take time to think on God you have to take time uh, alone with God see the more you hang around with God more you'll act like God the more you Pray, the more you study his word, that anointing will increase upon you, praise God. And you'll realize, see, the more you know about these truths that Christ is in you, that you are the the greater one, lives on the inside of you, the more faith you will have, the higher time. You'll reach out from the innermost being, praise God. Turn with me, if you will, back to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Ephesians the 4th chapter 4th verse it said there is one body one spirit even as you're called in one hope of your calling one Lord one faith one baptism that don't mean water baptism that means one baptism into Christ when you got born again there's only one one way to be saved There is no other name under heaven and earth whereby men can be saved except the name of Jesus. Amen. So one Lord, one faith, one baptism, six verse, said one God and Father of all. He's writing to a church, spirit-filled church, talking to them. There's one God and Father of all of you who is above all, through all, and in you all. Praise God. One God and Father of all who's above all. He's above everything. He's in you. He's through all. He's in you. Hallelujah. And in you all, living and dwelling on the inside of you. Amplified. Knox translation talks about He pervades all. Pervades means to spread through every part of. He spreads through every part of. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One God and Father who pervades all, through all, through all, pervades all. I mean, he's, He wants every part of it. He wants you to, be, you to be totally possessed by the Holy Ghost. Amen. He wants you to be totally permeated by the life and the nature of Almighty God. Praise God. Saturated in God. Praise God. Hallelujah turn with me if you will back to big john i ought to have told you to hold your finger there john the uh, 14th chapter again john the 14th chapter look down in that 16th verse he said i'll i'll pray the father and he'll give you another comforter that he may abide with you how long forever even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. Now there's faith. There's faith. Now they know him as him being with them, but he said, I'll not just be with you, I'll be in you. And the 18th verse said, I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. He comes in. The minute you receive Jesus Christ, John 1, 12 said to as many as received him, gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. The minute you receive him, you receive the spirit of Almighty God. God comes and indwells on the inside of you. If you knew it right then, if you knew that, had a revelation that God lives on the inside of me, bless God, you could grow immediately from that point. Amen. Amen amen usually it takes people years and years 20 years 30 years and never realizes that i've seen people tell me so well brother soul i never heard such a thing as that i had a i had a deacon in a church tell me one time I, I, right after i got saved i said well you know i become a son of god and it shocked him he said man we're not sons we're servants well i said well i, I got saved reading john 1:12." to as many as received him, gave he the power to become the sons of God even to them that believed on his name. Well, that's how I got saved. I was sitting in my living room and I opened my little red Bible right there and I turned to John 1:12. blessed be God, and I read that and I said, this day I receive you and something happened on the inside of me Blessed be God, the life of God came into me and from the top of my head to the sole of my feet, I was changed, blessed be God. Something moved on the inside of me. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why I majored on these things about what happened because I knew something happened to me. It felt like, just like I drank a bottle of white shoe polish. I mean, it just turned white on the inside. Hallelujah. And the burdens of my heart flew away. Bless God. Hallelujah. Didn't have a burden in the world. I mean, mean the weight of the world left. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So he comes to dwell on the inside of us the minute we get born again. Now, in 1 Peter, the third chapter, he said, dwell with your wives uh, as unto knowledge. It meant to dwell with them among uh, along with them another uh, over in second Peter he talks about just lot lived among those people over in uh, Sodom and Gomorrah among them and with them and by their side but that's not what God wants us to understand he wants us to understand this that the God that created the universe is now moved to the inside of you that you've now become the temple of the holy ghost the house where god himself lived turn with me to first corinthians the third chapter hallelujah you got your shouting clothes on Amen. praise god hallelujah first corinthians third chapter and the 16th verse sometimes i think we preach these things and preach out by them so fast that nobody gets them I think sometimes we need to sit down and just camp right there on some of these verses and just stay there because we just get saturated with what the Word of God says. Praise God. He says, 16th verse, 1 Corinthians 3, 16, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? Hallelujah. If any man defile the temple of God, Him will God destroy, for the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Now the word temple, we translate our Bible out of the Greek, so we go back to the original Greek, and it's a word, N-A-O-S, temple. It meant the dwelling place, the inner sanctuary. Sanctuary the inner sanctuary now you have to understand this paul writing he knows what the temple of god is in the natural he was raised in in the temple he knew temple worship he knew the jewish way they worship now in the temple of god there was first a place where you could enter then another place where there was showbread and different different artifacts but then there was a curtain. There was a curtain. They say it's four inches thick and, and, and 20, 20 foot high. I don't. I, I, I hadn't. I hadn't read the dimensions. But behind this curtain dwelt the presence of Almighty God, and only the high priest could go in, and he couldn't do it but once a year, and if he was not right with God, if he had anything wrong in his life, he'd fall dead just like that. Bam! Just like that. Hallelujah. Thank God we're under grace. (laughs) Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because you are now the inner sanctuary. Now you are the inner sanctuary. Praise God. Now behind this veil, behind this veil was the Ark of the Covenant and on top of the covenant was the mercy seat and god told moses i will meet with you above the mercy seat between the two cherubims the, the angels that were were on the uh, mercy seat said i'll meet with you there well blessed be god He's met with you there because now you don't need to go to any man. You have the unction of the Holy Ghost. He said as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of Almighty God. Hallelujah. He said I'll dwell with you, but now I'm going to be in you and I won't just be in you. You You'll become the very holy of holies of Almighty God. You are so pure and holy that God, the holy God, can live on the inside of you. See, that's what builds faith. If you think that you've got some kind of sin conscious or or hadn't pleased God, you are not going to have the kind of faith you need. Amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When Jesus went to the cross, why don't we just turn back there and read it. 27th chapter of uh, Matthew. Matthew 27 when Jesus Christ was crucified on the cross something happened just down the road at the temple in there where God had been shut up and his presence was behind this veil where the high priest would go in once a year and plead for the people and present the blood of goats and calves. Now in this temple from top, an unseen force reached up there and just tore that veil wide open and God moved out of the temple made with hands and moved into people that received him as Lord and Savior. Praise God. Glory to God. Matthew 27, 50. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. That's on the cross. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from top to bottom. And the earth did quake and the rocks did rent. See, a mighty upheaval of of nature. I'm telling you, it changed the whole world right there. Something happened right there that was cataclysmic in the, in, in the world. Nothing like this has ever happened before. God is now going to enter into a man and live on the inside of a human being, praise God. Hallelujah. They won't just be people that, that worship God. Bless God, they'll be in union with a holy God. All right, now listen to this. Rocks did rent mighty upheaval evil of nature took place and the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which did sleep arose and came out of the graves when after the resurrection after his resurrection what it, what happened and went into the holy city and appeared unto many after his resurrection after jesus went to the cross and died He became sin for us who knew no sin. He descended into the lower prison house and suffering. He stayed under the hand of judgment three days and three nights. But that third day, that third night, the life of God came back into him. The mighty God said the penalty for man's sin has been paid, that Jesus had destroyed all the works of the enemy and the life and nature of God came back into him and he rose up out of that grave and he said he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. They just stopped by up there at Jerusalem and got their bodies and the people started seeing them everywhere, all over the place. Praise God. Hell couldn't hold them. Praise God. Hallelujah. They were the ones that were held captive in Abraham's bosom until Jesus went and preached to them. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. 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 Said he, he, uh, he went and preached on the, uh, he led captive to captive and gave gifts unto men. Gave gifts unto men. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, now man has become the temple of the Holy Ghost. Man has become the place where God himself lived. In 1 Corinthians uh, uh, 3.16, let me read you amplified translation. It said, you are God's temple, his sanctuary. You are the inner sanctuary. You need to think of yourself as being the holy of holies. Yeah, but I got bad habits. Well, bless God, God will deal with you and drop them. Hallelujah. Don't worry about them. Hallelujah. The anointing will break the yoke. The anointing will break the yoke. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need to think of yourself as the holy of holies. I am the holy of holy of God. I am the holies of holy. I am where God's presence is. Praise be unto God. You're God's temple. It's amplified. His sanctuary and that God's Spirit has His permanent dwelling in you to be at home in you collectively as a church and also individually. Praise God. If you're the only one in on the backside of Little Rabbit Australia, bless God, you have the anointing, you have the God of the universe dwelling on the inside of you. Amen. Now he said collectively and individually. Now there is an anointing that is collective. All of of us together have a great and powerful anointing. Hallelujah. Especially when you realize that God himself dwells on the inside of you. Can you say amen tonight? Praise God. Praise God. Are you all in 1 Corinthians? Turn over to 1 Corinthians. 6th chapter praise the name of the Lord, hallelujah 1st Corinthians the 6th chapter we'll start the 19th verse what know ye not that your body is the temple your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which, which is in you which you have of God and you're not your own for you've been bought with a price therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirits which are God's you are God's temple hallelujah you are his inner sanctuary you are his holy of holies see look what that'll do to your faith look why that'll cause your faith to skyrocket can you say amen Amen. hallelujah 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 You know, in John 16, 7, Jesus said, now, it is going to be better for you. King James said, it's expedient for you. Let me read you another translation. said, it is to your advantage. Another translation said, it's your benefit. Beck said, it is the best for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come. What was what, what the comforter? I'd rather have Jesus right here. No, he won't just be here with us, he'll be in us. He won't just be among us, he'll be with us, in us, living his life through us. You know, Paul said, when you separated me from my mother's womb to reveal your son in me. Amen. That's what God wants to do. Reveal himself through you just like he did through the master. Can you say amen? Amen. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Well, why would it be better? Because of the new birth. Why would it be better? He's not among us. He's in us. He's living in us. Praise God. Turn with me to to Hebrews. uh, Praise God. The 13th chapter. Last chapter. every one of us can quote this fifth verse let your conversation be without covetous covetousness and be uh, content with such things as ye have for he has said I will never leave you nor forsake you hallelujah Wee's translation said for as himself has said and the statement is on record As he has said and the statement is on record I will not, I will not cease to sustain and uphold you I will not, I will not cease to sustain and uphold you I will not, I will not, I will not let you down Hallelujah, hallelujah Turn with me back to the 10th chapter uh, of of Hebrews. Turn to the 10th chapter and the 3rd chapter. Turn to both of them. Hebrews 3, 6. We'll read that first and then the 10th chapter. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hebrews 3. And 6, but Christ as a son over his house, whose house are we? Now Christ as a son over his house, whose house are we? We are the house of God. We're the home of God. We're the tabernacle of God. We're the tent of God. 10th chapter, 10th chapter, look in the uh, 21st verse. And having a high priest over the house of God. So we've got a high priest over the house of God. Hallelujah. Whose house we are. We are the house of God. Say this out loud God lives in me. He has made his home in me. I am the tabernacle of God. I am the tabernacle of God. He dwells in me. He dwells in me. I am the inner sanctuary. Where God, where God lives. I am the holy of holies. I am the holy of holies. Now the 22nd verse said, let us draw near. See, when we understand we're the house of God, the house where God lives, see, 22nd verse said, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. See, that's what it'll do you uh, faith. When you realize, I have a high priest over the house of God whose house we are. I'm the house where God lives. Hallelujah. I'll have full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. And our bodies washed with pure water. Let me read you another translation. Good speed. Said, with our hearts cleansed uh, 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 from a sense of sin. Our hearts cleansed from a sense of sin. See, that's what the blood of Jesus did. Whose house you are. You're so clean, God could live there. Amen? Good news said, purified from a guilty conscience. See, he said in the King James, he said, sprinkled from an evil conscience. In other words, he's writing Hebrews. Do you understand what he's saying? He sprinkled this thing. The blood has been applied to you. The blood of Jesus Christ has been applied. You've been sprinkled, blessed be God. Hallelujah. That's Jesus. He's our high priest over the house of God. His first act was carry his blood into the heavenly holy of holies. sprinkle it on the mercy seat, and purify every one. Bless God that received him as Lord and Savior. Amen. Hallelujah. See, you don't, he don't want you having any sense of guilt. See, so he said, "Purify from a guilty conscience." Another translation said, "Cleanse our hearts." See, cleanse our hearts from any unworthy feeling. How you like that? Cleanse from all unworthy feelings. Praise be unto God. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. You know, First John four four said, "Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world." The literal Greek gets meant The greater one lives in you the greater one lives in you greater is he that is in you than he in the world the greater one lives in you greater than what greater than any problem that can come greater than any sickness that can come the greater see what your faith will do when you understand God's living in you you're the house of God the temple of God the inner sanctuary I mean your your faith will rise to where it's supposed to be can you say amen Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The greater one living on the inside of us. Praise God. Well, glory. You get anything out of this tonight? Praise God. Major on that. Pray every day. Lord, open my eyes to see that God lives in me. That it'd be revelation knowledge. Amen? Not just just knowledge, but it'd be something you can participate in. Not just know it, and not just understand it but understand it to the point that you can participate and live in it there is a difference praise be unto God well glory anybody got anything you need prayer about tonight